Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Dietrich. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm Taj. Alrighty, we're just going to pass that part. So, (laughs) uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about some crazy stuff. So, uh, just to give it off, we're going to go ahead and start with a theme. And then from there, we're going to talk about the songs that we chose in order to go with that theme. So, Taj, go ahead and uh, drop the needle on that side A. Cool. So, uh, the theme of this week's episode is, I quit this bitch. (laughs) Say what? I'm out. I quit. You quit. <laughs> Fuck you, I quit. Who's coming with me? <laughs> you, you can't fire me, I quit. <laughs> yeah, so, so, Do you have some uh, TPS reports to turn in now? <laughs> oh, man. Is, is, is any, any, anybody anybody seen my stapler? <laughs> nah, just playing around. But yeah, so theme of this situation is a song that you will be blasting if you quit your job. Nobody is trying to quit their job, but in case you get to that boiling point where you know one more second in that building is going to make you want to smack shit out of somebody and go to jail anyway, might as well do it for a good reason. So, and have a good song playing in the background in order to hype you up to keep it going. Keep that same energy. So, in this situation, I was thinking, what would be my quintessential quit song that I would blast on a jam box as I walk into the building Getting ready to throw my badge, my my laptop, and and all my little credentials all over the place, and snap at the people that I really wanted to snap on on the way out the door. I want security to drag my ass out. That's how I'm gonna go out. So in that situation, I thought it was nothing better that I could do than a quintessential 1984 hit by D. Snyder, aka Twisted Sister. We're not gonna take it. Um, the reason why I picked that song is because one, it's the first thing that came to mind when I thought about the actual theme, and two, because it's 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 really talking about Team Rebellion. Um, you know, you're trying to you know take away my right to to be free and and to be creative and to do all these things. Well, you know what? We're not going to take it anymore, and we rebel. And I may not be wearing you know '80s hair and, and makeup on my face when I'm doing it, but I'm damn sure going to be wearing the spiked shoes and leathers. So that's my that's my spiel on that. Um, the song came out. It was like his only like real big hit. Um, he had another one. Uh, I want to rock in the situation, but it, it really came down to we're not going to take it, especially with the video that came out with trashing through houses and all that kind of stuff. Um, I thought it was funny that um, like last lyrics. Of the of the song we're taking from Niedermeyer from Animal House, <laughs> I thought that was like some of the cool stuff that came out of there. But for the most part, he wrote that song just because of Team Rebellion and, and wanted to to get that out there in the world and say, "Hey, you ain't gotta conform to the masses. You can do what you want to do how you want to do it." So, what was your thought on that? This song, I mean, um, is iconic. Uh, I know the. When I first heard the song, I was actually uh, in a music theory class in high school, and it was that the band teacher played this song uh, for us, and it and uh, you know it's it's stuck with me for sure ever since then. Um, funny thing is, is I know I had seen 
animal house at least two or three times before I was in high school. So when that that line comes along and, and you know it's like you're worthless and weak, <laughs> drop and give me twenty. And then very mutedly, you can barely hear. He's like a pledge pin on your uniform. <laughs> you're like it's like it's like this song is so cool, but it's like why like it it took me a while. It, I never you know I was still trying to figure out like why the quote from animal house and i couldn't find anything for the podcast i was trying to figure out why but it's just like it, it's it's kind of so missed out place but it's like it still makes the song so more iconic so but yeah so sure cool, cool. everybody else well so we're not going to take it like um i believe that song was like a wasn't that also an anthem for like uh like rights and lyrics and um they were fighting for the right to like not just in the song, like it wasn't just about like we're not gonna take it. We're, you know, adolescence kind of like you know fight against your parents, you know, because I want to do what I want to do as a kid. But I thought there wasn't there also like a there was like a like a like a lawsuit or like a court court deal, right? Am I wrong about that? Well, D D Snyder was involved. Uh, it, it went in front of uh, the Senate, and it was about censorship, right? Um. It was him and uh, Frank Zappa was there. John Denver was there, there as well. Oh uh, wow! Okay, yeah. I vaguely yeah. yeah, remember that when I was a kid. I thought that was kind of cool. Well, what else did you have to say about that, Brandon? I, I, I didn't know. No, I, I was just going to say, like, you know, that he, of course, you know, sided on like you know freedom of speech and there shouldn't be any censorship and you know, like, don't necessarily take the music that serious and. I think Tipper Gore was like the the head opposition, Al Gore's ex-wife, you know, uh, and and if I remember right, it eventually ended up it, it led to the parental advisory that they started slapping on uh, CDs and records and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, wow. them and uh, two live crew was added in on that because they actually got banned in America for that. <laughs> <laughs> would spark that album as well. So but what, they were they were right in the mix. But I I love the fact that John Denver was on the same side as D. Snyder and Frank Zappa. <laughs> That's the combination you never thought you'd see happen, right? <laughs> that it worked. So I guess this I, I'm just kind of looked up something real quick. It's deemed a part of the I don't know if you already said this the Filthy Fifteen. Um, by the uh, Parents Music Resource Center. <laughs> so, yeah, wow, that's a that's a quite a list to be on. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that's that's awesome. That's an awesome rebellion song. Like, I think that I would love walking out of work to that shit. <laughs> I had some shitty jobs, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I, that's that's a great pick. Go ahead. Cool, cool. Right, yeah, so I, I think it was a great choice too. I I always liked the song, and you know I I don't know every Twisted Sister song, but you know I definitely know the hits, and uh, I remember the music video for sure. Um, they even have the actor in the music video, if I remember right, from that. I think so. House. Yeah. Need um, need is it Niedermeyer? Yeah. Yeah. Niedermeyer, the actor that played him. But yeah, I I <laughs> oh think it's a gosh. great choice. It definitely is appropriate for our theme. You know, I could definitely hear that song being played as you quit and, and, uh, you know, knocking a few things over as you're leaving. 
Did Especially you... a printer. Yeah, I would knock over a printer uh, five years, for sure. What, what do you got against printers? <laughs> hey, man, they're the devil. That's all I'm going to say. Just because. Yeah, it's old tech. that's old technology. Yeah, they're out of ink. They're, uh, uh, they start giving you, like, foreign error messages, and then you have to call the uh, manufacturer in order to get it fixed. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to play with them. I'm just going to toss them up, break them out. Break out my baseball yeah. bat, smash up in the field in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my spiel. Just well, walk, walk if it messes up after you print something, just walk away and pretend like you don't have any idea what happened. <laughs> oh, that's if I don't want to pay for it, but this is deliberate. I wanted to know who's this master. <laughs> if, if you buy a certain printer, it makes you buy every replace every single ink in it if one of the inks goes out it's awful it's a nightmare i yeah i'd be smashing up some printers too i'm right there with you i just yeah. thought about it yeah i'm getting angry now <laughs> yeah you're my bitch not the other way around Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool well um brandon go ahead and give us your pick for this one um yeah so i i definitely went a little different um yeah i i did kind of a a left field choice surprise surprise right um i mean there there were definitely some songs that came to mind like songs that would be great to play as i'm leaving songs that you know give your employer the middle finger for sure um but i decided to go with something a little different and i went with uh I went with a track from the Social Network uh, soundtrack from 2010. Uh, it was actually the track one called Hand Covers Bruise by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. So the reason why I picked this one, this is a song that I loved ever since the movie came out and i've listened to the soundtrack several times um this actual score won the oscar as well um and and i don't know that the, the this particular track just resonates with me it's it's something that i've fantasized about playing on my last day at my job for a very long time and i think it would be perfect to play as well if you were just to quit um, it is definitely more, uh, a, a cerebral choice. And I guess what I mean by that is like, it's, it like, it, it's a feeling that it exudes for me. Like this kind of bittersweetness, uh, when I hear that song, you know, like you're ready to, to move on, but you also are thinking about all the memories that you had as well. And I think this song does that for me. Um, it, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's a very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it has this, uh, like, surrealness. Like, you're almost like, like, you're, you're no longer corporeal when you listen to this song. You know, like, you're not in your own body when you hear the song. And I think sometimes, like, the fantasy of quitting a job that you don't like anymore kind of, kind of warrants that feeling of, of not being present. Like, you're just kind of, you know, like, you're, you're taking this, like, huge, like leap that uh could you know potentially damage your future or make it better and this is what that that song does for me um yeah like i can get into all the details but i just 
it's just a feeling that the song like provides me and and I, I just feel like it's it's like it, it's just something that I, I can hear in my head. Like you're you're walking around the building and you're seeing things clearly for like the first time in a long time. And and then like the music just stops and then you turn to your boss and you go, I quit. And that's what that song does for me. And that's my choice. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. So Yeah. Very nice. it, it, yeah, when you pick this, song, know, like, right? it's like this isn't a middle finger song at all. Like it's it's not this. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's more retrospective. It, it is is I think what you were going for. It, it it's it's yeah. introspective for sure. Intro, yeah, interest something spectrative, you know, <laughs> retro <laughs> intro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, no, it, it's exactly so it, yeah the the song was the the mini it is iconic i mean because when do you hear that song especially if you've seen the movie like that's the it's kind of the theme of the movie and you're like oh i know this song and so yeah it, it does bring that kind of um it, i kind of get that other vibe that you're getting kind of that not foreboding but kind of that like is this the right move to make or is this gonna make me <laughs> infamous <laughs> at the end of it so so yeah, yeah. Man, all I'll say is it's definitely the ambient sounds fucked me up when I first turned and heard it. I was like, okay, is this a horror movie? What 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 am I listening to? And then as as it went along, it was like, okay, I could feel I could feel the building of of their instrumentation. I could feel the the ominous you know sound that comes around you and and, and puts you in a different headspace altogether. So. I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. And yeah, it was definitely a, it's not about the, it's not about any lyrics or anything of that nature. It's literally about the tone that is set from the track itself. And to me, that's like, all right, perfect. You, you did that. Cause yeah, like you said, this is, this is one of those monumental decisions that you're going to make. It's like either for the better or for worse, but you got to ride with it. Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Wasn't this like the shortest song you've ever picked? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think it's still over four minutes. <laughs> but it's not 17. So I think, yeah, I think it's, it's about right. But I have not picked a 17 minute song yet. Close. <laughs> Close. Close. You were correct. It might happen one day. Yeah. It, what, and plus, in, in comparative, you know, you know, like, Diedrich's song is like, you know, that's the song you play when you walk out, nobody follows you, and when you turn around the corner, you throw up. Whereas your song is like, you're set, and you just walk out. <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to light a match or throw anything. You're just like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> and th- there's no regret. You made the decision. You just go home, you know, or go have a nice meal. Like, it, there's no, like, regret the minute you turned the corner <laughs> well i i can feel like when i hear this music too like i can picture even myself like you've already made that decision yeah. you know and nobody else knows and you're going through the motions you're doing your routines throughout the day getting the day started opening the day you know and and like again it's it, when i hear the music it has it's it, it feels bittersweet and uh you know and then like i said at the end you know, I can picture the music stopping and then a heavy breath, and then you say, I quit. <laughs> it's got yep. kind of a, an American Beauty style 
I quit. Like, I just don't give a fuck what's going on right now. Like, I, I, I guess if I was going to quit to that song, I'd probably be like, uh, I gotta, I gotta go get something out of my car. Uh, I'll be right back. And just kind of uh-huh. drift out the door. <laughs> <laughs> or, or uh, do you mind if I quit? Okay. It, yeah, it is definitely uh awesome song. I mean, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Fuck. I, I definitely, uh, I love that duo. They did a song that I picked in one of our earlier episodes, uh, the immigrant song from uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. They did that cover for that. I mean, they they've they definitely are badass. This is such a peaceful song. It's got like uh, it's got really nice um, melody to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I understand what you're saying too. Like at that point, like so I've left jobs before. And that's probably the best way to do it. <laughs> that would be the best way to do it. It's not always the way you do it. I think that's my style of doing things, though. Just like peacefully leave on good terms. That's a leave on good terms song. <laughs> We're not going to take it. It's like I just, you know, tipped over somebody's milk in the lunchroom and I'm out a lot back. <laughs> Security guards going to come get me. Uh, yeah. That was yeah, awesome. When I quit Burlington Coat Factory, I I stole a thermos. <laughs> what did you what did you uh steal a thermos for? Did you really need a thermos or no, I didn't. It was just the first thing I saw when I went to go check out my schedule and saw I wasn't on next week's schedule. And I, I'm like, okay, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to get rid of me or what's what's going on? And she's like, um, no, I'm not trying to get rid of you, I'm just restructuring your your hours and what's going on. I was like, man, I forgot that. And it was like a blue thermos with a silver top. And it was like, soon I'm walking out the door. I'm, I got my backpack on. I got, you know, my clothes with me. I literally kicked my ass on three buses trying to get to the job on time. And it's like, yeah, oh, really? That's your restructuring now? Okay, cool. I'm going to take this big ass thermos and I'm going to walk out. <laughs> I can see that. That's fitting for that song. Whereas Brandon's is kind of like it's like uh it's like I'm gonna ponder what I want to do next with my life. Yeah, this is a surreal moment, and yeah, mine yeah. is a in your face, fuck you type deal. And that was cool. The security guard said, "You ain't even chirping." He's like, "Man, I'll see you later, man. Peace out." I was like, "Cool." <laughs> the thermos was it somebody's thermos? Nah, it was it was one of they were selling. Oh, they sold yeah. thermoses. Yeah, they sold they sell like thermoses and all the little like men's gadgetry type stuff. So it just happened to be right there. Yeah, I should have grabbed the damn speakers while I was at it. It was right next to him. But I wasn't, I wasn't worried about it at the time. I was just on some dumb shit. Nice. That's 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 what's up, man. Holy shit. That's the way to leave. Wait, right. has anybody uh, actually voluntarily quit their job? Like, is that have we all done that? We've all quit something? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I, I think. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's one where I didn't give a two-week notice. Normally, I always give two-week notices, but there might have been one where I didn't. So no, there were like three. Yeah, I literally just quit that day. I was like, "Yeah, I'm done." And no two-week notice, no nothing. Hell, I quit a marriage. I don't even care. (laughs) (laughs) So (sighs) sorry, just throwing it out there. I apologize. I didn't mean to cut you off. (laughs) Oh no, you're fine. which is crazy as hell, because I've been on this job for like 20, going on 23, yeah, 23 going on 24 years. So I was like, damn, something, something must be keeping me around, because it is what it is. <laughs> nice. That's, that's good longevity, man. Oh, cool. 
All right, so Taj, what, what do you got, man? Give it to me. Okay, so um, so I was trying to figure out. <laughs> out of quit. I, I, was, I was trying. To, yeah, well, I was trying to figure out what song I would I wanted to play to quit. And like I said, like, um, you know, there was, you know, most of the jobs I quit, I've given two weeks notice for. There's been plenty of jobs I've been upset with. There was one. I think I can't try to remember which job it was. There was one that um, I kind of already given the two week notice and they want another two week. And I was like, no, I'm done. I, I, I gotta go. <laughs> I gave you two weeks. You have two weeks. That's it. I'm, I'm gone. So, um, and so, uh, but there was, or no, I know which one I quit. Right. Uh, because I didn't, I couldn't give them the two weeks. I told them as soon as I could, I got the posting and I was like, nope, I'm out. Like I got a new job. I start this date. I can't do it. I'd like to give you two weeks, but I can't. And they're like, well, we can't rehire you. And you're like, fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, so the, the thing was that I, I was trying to find the, the matching energy to, uh, we're not going to take it anymore. Um, you know, I thought about doing, uh, Lily Allen's fuck you again. <laughs> uh, but that was just wasn't quite the right vibe. Uh, for quitting a drop a job, um, I, I thought about doing uh, Ben Folds' Mister Jones Part Two, but that's more that's more on the sad side and and, and more on the you got fired than your quitting <laughs> vibe. And so uh, what I finally decided on was a song um, that I mainly heard on like uh, like TV promos for a show called Burnout is, is, is the, is the way I used to remember it. Uh, but it's such a rocker song. Um, and so the song title is tick, 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 or sorry, tick, tick, boom by the hives. Tick, 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 tick. Ah! <laughs> and so, um, and yeah, it, that is just a, yeah, it, that's just a, walk out, throw the match over your shoulder <laughs> type song as you quit. Like it, that that's what that song is. <laughs> and so it's like you, you walked in, the situation was bad and you're like, I'm just walking out <laughs> and, and saying goodbye and uh, flipping off the people I don't like <laughs> on the way out. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, the, the song is, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, I'll admit, it's not we're not gonna take it anymore, but it it sure is up there with the with the the, the vibe of yeah <laughs> of energy. So but yeah. What did you guys think? Did, have you guys heard the hives before or anything? Yeah, I actually well I I couldn't remember if I had or not. And then they I looked back at their stuff from like two thousand twelve and I definitely heard of the hives. Okay. Um, I think isn't one of their all that that's when they came on the album like uh this is your new favorite band now or something like that. Um, they might have it. the the song was off of their your uh, new black favorite and white band. album. Yeah, that's a different different album for for this Tick Tick Boom song. So I yeah. I got to say like I remember you know, I remember going back to uh one of our earlier episodes. I picked Death from Above 1979 and uh-huh. You're like, oh man, I don't know, it's just too heavy. <laughs> but this band is so much like that. <laughs> so maybe I maybe I'm just in it. I was just wondering if I was like rubbing off on you or I, it, it 
a little bit. I don't know because this one was a little bit different. Because you can hear the 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 death from above, nineteen seventy five. That one was um, the the lyrics. Like I had a hard time making out the lyrics. This one's more more balanced for me. But <laughs> that's just me <laughs> as a person. So, but yeah, I, I like understanding what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, but okay. yeah, I, I I don't I don't mind heavy, but I, I like to I like to understand what they're saying. So, all right, that's fair enough. Yeah, it does have that. Like I I definitely like it. I like the hives. I like this song too. It's it's uh something that would I could see that being in like Train Spotting or something. You know, a movie like that with crazy crazy uh, youngsters running around on drugs. You know, quitting their jobs. Yeah, um, on a whim. <laughs> you know? what, what, what this song was in everything. Uh, the song was yeah. in video games and then in movies. So the, the 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 list that I have here is Baby Driver, CSI Miami, That's Friday right. Night Lights, Jumper, Taken, Friday the Thirteenth, MacGruber, The oh, Heat, wow. <laughs> Three Minutes or Less, uh, Nut <laughs> Job Two. <laughs> It's in like then, a lot of driving movies. Yeah, and then it was like in three, two NFL games, uh, motorsport games, so like any racing game back then. It was like, in, <laughs> so like it was just like it, this is probably one of those overplayed songs that you know <laughs> at the time that like somebody is sick of hearing. Like, get me the fuck out of here! That's right. Jump in your car and just hit the fucking gas, flip everybody off. Right. So that's what you're gonna do, Taj. Next no. time you quit your job? Okay. <laughs> Come on. Maybe. Yeah, I, the song is good. I, I have no no uh, quarrels with it. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I knew who the name of the band was. I know who the Hives are, but I also can't tell you what songs they did until <laughs> now. Um, so, But I, I have heard that song in several movies and TV shows and what have you. And, uh, yeah, it, it works. It, it definitely, um, it, it creates a, an atmosphere, a feeling. Um, I think it definitely conveys what, what you're going for, Taj, and, uh, <laughs> for this, for this theme. Um, so yeah, it, it's a good song. Um, I haven't heard it in a while, but, uh, yeah, no, it was a good choice. Probably, I guess the last time was probably when I watched Baby Driver then. <laughs> right. You know. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that was a good time. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was a good film. It's no drive, but it's a good film. (laughs) Drive, drive, Ryan Ryan Gosling, but it's a good film. Well, you know, can't all be Ryan Gosling now, right? So I think you might be cool. No one is cool. (laughs) You might you might have heard a song from the Brandon from the uh, album Your New Favorite Band. Uh, the Hives. It's hate to say I told you so. That was 2012, I think. That was a huge radio hit. So check that yeah, out. Yeah, I just I I cannot name another song by The Hives. You know, <laughs> I know I know that bees make hives, uh, but I don't Pretty know. What the interesting. Make. I don't know what hives make other than tick tick boom. <laughs> this band is as good as. <laughs> Uh, National Geographic's like shittiest episode. <laughs> <laughs> National Maybe Geographic's not. the music <laughs> issue with the hives. Right, that would be live as hell. National Geographic the musical. <laughs> now that featuring be... the music of the hives. 
and yeah. the animals and the turtles. Yeah, fucking Sahara. Right. Some the turtles are kick ass, right? The, the Arctic monkeys. The Arctic <laughs> monkeys. <laughs> then keep going, man. Oh, shit. Now we're yeah. going to make it, guys. Damn it. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Dude, three coming. songs by the penguins. <laughs> so, what right, do you cool. think, Dietrich? Uh, I was kick ass, bro. Okay. So, yeah, you you definitely hit the mark. I wasn't uh, I was not complaining. I was like, ah, oh, that's that's what you're going. With? What? <laughs> nice. I didn't expect that every time. You you would be the one to burn down the building, and nobody would suspect it. So. <laughs> right. So. Hey, you're asking for a stapler, aren't you? Now <laughs> <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> didn't they switch your desk when you were at the no place? <laughs> But yeah, no, nah, it definitely hit the mark. I was like, yeah, he's he's right there with me. It was either that or let the bodies hit the floor. So I was like, right. okay, we're good. Yeah, exactly. So we're good. We're quitting the post office. Fuck this shit. <laughs> All right, cool. Damon, hit us with the home run, man. What do you got? I have a more Tyler Durden style of leaving the office. Uh-oh. I want to. Leave quiet with explosions afterwards. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, so my my pick was the Pixies, and this is the band that was uh, formed in like the eighties, eighty six, something like that. And uh, I think the so the lead the lead singer of the Pixies' name's Black Francis, and uh, I love that band so good. Um, I, I thought of this uh, song. Uh, when did this when this 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 particular song? Where is my mind? Came out in '88, so it's a, yeah. I don't really think of it as an '80s song. Um, I think it's more to me. I feel like it's more of the '90s because they 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 played this in the movie Fight Club. So Fight Club is like it kind of. I've left jobs before. I've I've been let go and I've also quit jobs um, for whatever reason for different reasons. You know, when you're younger, out of high school, in high school, whatever, like trying to make it in the world. Um, I, I love this song just because I, I just think it's a beautiful song, but also. It's on the album Surfer Rosa. So check out the Pixies, folks, if you haven't heard of the Pixies. That might be your new your new favorite band. Um, but uh yeah, so I, I I definitely like how it's the the whole movie has like different things going on, but it's it's somebody and this is my interpretation of it, and maybe it's accurate, somebody that's just tired of doing the nine to five tired of being who they are, tired of being stuck in the rut, almost to the point, well, to the point where it just drove them fucking insane. And they developed, you know, whatever. (laughs) If you haven't seen the movie, it's an old movie, but, you know, I don't want to, any spoilers, you know. I hate spoilers, but, uh, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of, you know, violence going on, and then there's a lot of, like, you know, like, uh, just, like, fun scenes in this movie. But the, (laughs) (laughs) 
But the song, um, yeah, definitely brings me to a point where, like, me leaving work, it would be somewhere between Brandon's pick and, and like, y'all's pick. Like, it would be a combination of what all of you had picked. And I think that, like, you know, yeah, I guess I would probably be, I probably wouldn't give people the middle finger, but I'd want to, you know. But this is, like, a nice, nice, easy way of just leaving and then afterwards hoping that the place falls apart because you left. But, uh, right. Yeah. So what do y'all think? What do y'all think of the song? What do y'all think of my comparison with the movie? And, uh, would you walk out to work or walk I, out of work to this? I, I will say that your connection to this song from fight club, I, I don't connect it to fight club. I actually connected to a different movie. So when I, whenever I hear this song, I think of 500 days of summer um, cause it's used prominently in that movie. If I remember right, he sings karaoke to this one in the movie. So that's what I think of when I hear the song. Um, and I, <laughs> you know, I've heard it before, but, but now anytime I hear the song, I just think of the movie 500 days of summer. And it might be because I haven't seen fight club in forever. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a good song for sure. Um, but I think for me, I see it more as a karaoke song now. <laughs> so because of the 500 days of summer. Right. You, know, you could probably attribute that to like leaving your job and then going to see karaoke with your friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I, 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 I <laughs> like, yeah. fuck this. I'm going to go to get a beer and then I'm going to sing some karaoke. It's just hard for and, me to picture, picture like uh, Brad Pitt. Cause now I just see Joseph Gordon Levitt and they're not the same person at all. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> characters look different. Um, so, but it is a good song. Don't get me wrong. Oh, absolutely. I, just, I wouldn't I just. I see it in a different light now. Yeah. <laughs> I I would hope that you would like the song. It definitely. Yeah, no, like, it is a great song. It's just, like I said, like I think it's just spoiled for me because I I see it in you know a a, a comedy drama. And not, you know, a David Fincher movie. It is kind of funny, though, right. if you think about it. Social Network and Fight Club were both directed by David Fincher. And they both have the same kind of feel. It's like the collapse of something and then also like the beginning of something. But like, so at the end of, I believe that song is played at the end of Fight Club. Um, that would be my walking out of the office scene. Yeah, but blows up, but nobody's in there. Ed, Ed Norton and and Brad Pitt, I could picture them quitting their job to that song for sure. I cannot picture uh, Jesse Eisenberg or Mark Zuckerberg quitting to the Pixie song. So, you know. No, no, definitely not. Uh, it takes brass balls to quit to this song. Definitely. Yeah, it hit the mark. It was like, okay. But when you said it was in the 80s, I was like, when did it come out? Because the, the guitar lick that's starting off at the beginning, like, literally sounds like some 90 grudge. Right. Like, it, man. it does. It does. Was like, man, so they were already ahead of their time. It was perfect. So I was like, okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, for the most part, it was like, yeah, I, I can see it. Not tripping. Um, that's definitely one of those that you can, uh, you can equate to just, not caring what you're going to do at this point. You've already made up your mind. So that's right. all. It's all good. Or, or you could equate it to a quitting over misunderstanding. You know, somebody says something and you're like, you think I'm crazy? You think I'm crazy? 
fine, I'm quitting. Like they're like, no, you, you misunderstood. Like, no, you already said it. <laughs> like you, you already have, insulted yeah. me. I'm just <laughs> quitting. <laughs> so. the, the scene is you start your day out perfect. And then <laughs> like you accidentally like you know sent the wrong thing to somebody or copied the wrong piece of paper. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, picked up the wrong sandwich or whatever, and you know your song yeah. changes. <laughs> well, I it literally I can see that I had that situation happen. I, oh, really? I was in a group chat with a with a my section, and um, I had sent okay. a joke in the section line about an employee, and literally that employee said are you serious? And tried to go to HR on me and everything. And HR looked at the, at the quote and they're like, what the hell are they griping about? I was like, I don't know. I I ruined her day. Whatever the situation is, she wound up quitting like two weeks later. Like, okay, bye. Oh, somebody quit because of a, of a, like a joke. Yeah. I think they they really quit because their person that they were like booty buddies with best friends type stuff. Like, got another job and then they felt like they weren't getting their respect or anything but it's like how you gonna get respect when you don't do nothing so it just kind of worked out like that and if this person ever hears this podcast oh well <laughs> you're already gone it is what it is it's not slander because I didn't say your name so don't right. I, wonder what, I wonder what their song is to quit him <laughs> it'd be one more listener though right? yeah, it, would. it would definitely be one more listener I want to hear their, uh, their commentary <laughs> on my part of the of the, of the podcast, so yeah, it'd be interesting. Right? We so, want to know what you think, no matter who you are. Exactly. So it, give, I do. Give me what's your best shot. <laughs> well, let's not go that far. I've been exact. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, no, I I did want to throw in one more story because it originally Fight Club was one of the albums I was trying to find a song on. Because the, the reason, and, and I'm kind of glad you picked something off of that, because uh, I worked at a movie rental place, right? And so I had rented Fight Club not knowing, like, because back then, like, I really didn't watch a lot of trailers. But, you know, and I would just watch movies on my own, you know, uh, before I go work, right? So I had rented movie, this movie because... I don't even know why somebody either recommended it or something. So I watched fight club and then like, I'm watching the movie and then like you get to the whole scene where like he goes into his boss and like he slams his head on the desk and, and you like, you watch this whole movie and then the movie ends. And then like, I have to be at work in one hour's time. And I'm like, I want to freaking quit my job. Like that movie got me so riled up. Like I, I right. remember going to work, like I, I should quit my job today. <laughs> like, I'm glad you referenced that scene because, like, I didn't even like go to that scene when I was thinking of this movie because it, it, to me, it's just like you know, quitting your life, you know. Right. But yeah, he goes in, doesn't he fuck himself up bad? He like <laughs> throws yeah. himself around his boss's office and shit. Yeah, yeah. He, he slams his head in the desk and he throws himself into the into the shelf, and then yeah. um, and then like the boss calls security, and then he starts whimpering like, "Please don't hurt me, please." And then security starts looking at the boss. Like what the heck did you do to this guy? <laughs> but yeah, I hope yeah. we never had one on those stage. <laughs> nah, but that was a hell of a move, though. That was a hell of a ploy, like for real, for real. Like right? that's that's the best way that you want to go out with it, because then at that point it's like, what are they gonna do? 
call security. <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting security call on them. That was right. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah. oh. oh, man. I'm going to go make some soap man. now. Uh, I'll see you later. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, people making a killing off that soap, bro. Don't sleep on it. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, man. That's just funny as hell, though. Yeah, that would be funny as hell. Okay. That's good. So, at this point, we didn't all quit our jobs. Right. I think it's time to uh, go snort some blow and uh, have a good time while we're out. So, um, <laughs> Taj, let's go ahead and uh, flip it over to side B. Okay. All right, folks. So at this part of the show, side B is where we uh, take an album for review. We give everybody homework and they come back and give their uh, two cents, 10 cents or quarter about what they think about the particular homework that was given to them. In this situation, uh, the choice track that is coming to play or excuse me, choice album in this sense is, is not really an album. It's more so an EP. And I think it's one of the shortest um, albums that we've gone over, uh, as far as being a, in the comp, excuse me, the podcast. Um, so name of the album slash EP slash whatever you want to call it is, um, the juice, uh, volume two. And it's by a duo, which is called a group in some way, shape, form, or fashion, um, called emotional oranges. And this group is out of, out of California. Um, they are, you know, LA based. They are started in like 2017. Um, it was funny how I came across them. Uh, the album came out in 2019. And the re- the way I came across them was a particular song called West Coast Love, which, uh, was speeching in a, in a couple of commercials and, and some other little, little things around the way. And it was the beat itself that really caught my ear. And it's trying to figure out, okay, who is this group? What are they coming from? What are they doing? So the group itself is funny as hell. Like, um, for starting off, it's two members. One name is A. He's an audio engineer. Um, he's done like work for a whole bunch of different artists somewhere around the way. Um, as soon as they come back to my mind and I'll be able to pick them up. The other one's name is B or vocalist. Um, and she literally, uh, has been a vocal trainer for Adele. She, she's done background, um, music for, you know, countless artists in order to come up. So they both been on the grind, right? And they decided to come together and form this duo and kind of kick off vibes and see exactly where they were going with it. And so they never want to give their real names. They never want to want to talk about, you know, where they come from or anything of that nature. Um, they really want to leave it all in the music and have people come through and, and pick it up and, and go from there. So the reason why I picked this album is because when I was thinking about the theme, right? Once you quit your job, you don't have a whole lot of choices and <laughs> 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 what you're going to do. And nine times out of 10 in, in the psyche of somebody who's made such a big drastic change like that, they want to let loose. They want to um, relieve themselves of the stress and, and the thought process that they were in while they were working a job. And some people don't want to go into the serious notion of how am I going to pay my bills just yet? Um, they want to actually try to get some kind of clarity before they realize they just screwed themselves. So in this situation, um, what you would do or what I envisioned was 
you're going to a bar, you're going to somebody's house party that was happened to be that night because you quit on a Friday, luckily enough. Um, you're going to uh, a friend's like gathering for art gallery situation, something of the nature to get you out of the mindset of what you were already in, right? And in that case, you want to have vibe music. You want to have mood music that's going to be playing in the background. You may not necessarily pay attention to it, but it's going to be something that's going to get your mind off of what just happened. And you might get drunk. You might get messed up. You might get whatever. And then you deal with the consequences the next day. But it's the fact that you're living free in the moment. And that was the reason for me picking this album, because while a lot of these sounds and instrumentations are the same, um, it did have a vibe going into it. And it was something that you could definitely hear at a party in a background or somebody's gathering beers flying. You know, people are, are talking about whatever existential things that they got coming through their mind, trying to sound smart. And in any situation, you're just in the mode, like you're in that mode. And so they came to me mainly because um, there's a couple of songs that they come up. They actually just dropped an actual album called The Juice Box. And the album itself is excellent. The album itself is actually a lot better than this album that I picked. So they actually grown in their sound. They actually have a lot more uh, studio production behind them. And it shows within that music. But I didn't want to pick that. I wanted to pick this one because this one had a mood setting situation. And it stayed in that mood for the whole eight, nine songs that were on the, on the EP. So it was funny enough to me is they were actually, um, they're actually managed by Rory, for those who don't know, it's Rory and Maul, who actually um, were fired slash quit the Joe Budden podcast um, and in abrupt uh, situations arguing over funds and monies and things of that nature. So um, he's the one that's been putting it out and they've been quietly making their little rounds um, through the music industry. So um, my favorite track on there, of course, is West Coast Love, because that was the first one that I heard and actually turned me on to the duo. And after that, I've been kind of trying to follow along to see exactly where they're going to go with the music, what's it going to sound like, what tours they're going to be on, things of that nature. So that's where I was going with. It was a, a purely methodical pick. Um, I, I already had an idea that it was going to get trashed in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And I was perfectly okay with that because I was setting the, the mood for after we quit our jobs, you know, take a stapler, burn down the building, uh, torch somebody's car on fire, or at least piss on it, and uh, want to clear our thought process. So what do y'all think? <laughs> Nobody wants to go first. They I, I, I'm sorry. I, I was I was going to quit, but okay. <laughs> it, all right, it, I, I'll I'll go first. Um, I, I loved it, man. I really did. Like, <laughs> I, it, it's, it's crazy for me to say this. Like, I, I know it, it, the math doesn't make sense, but yeah, no, this was yeah. West Coast. Okay, so what I want to mention, and it's weird because. You know, I, uh, my listening habits are weird, right? Okay. So I, you know, I normally listen to stuff, you know, while I'm doing chores, while I'm up walking around, you know, uh, you know, folding laundry, you know, it, it, I'm one of those persons I listen to music when I do anything, right? And West Coast Love, like the whole first part, like you said, it does put you in the right mood. When that West Coast Love comes in, like, I tell you right now, it makes me want bus to move. Like I am so like just wanting to like spin around, do some capoeira type shit. You know, not that I go that extreme, you know, with the hand movements, but like West Coast love. Yeah, 
it's it gets me dancing. I can't explain it, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I I would totally any anything new that that this band comes up with, like I'm willing to to dive deep down the rabbit hole with them because yeah, they, they they've earned my love for sure. So, <laughs> and I I know that sounds weird, but yeah, no, it's all good, man. It's all good. Well, let's. That I mean, that's a Raven review. I can't argue with that. I was <laughs> right. not expecting that at all, but now I'm glad you liked it. So, all right, all right not of... everybody at once. <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump in for sure. Um, I, I I definitely uh, could I could say that this this album actually the style of music. Well, first first thing, 2018 is when they were like formed and acknowledged as a band, right? What, they they came together in 2017, 2018 is when they sought out management. So yes, sought out management, and then they became a they be, they started like putting out music, and then you can hear it on the radio right. or whatever. Um, I think it's crazy that they like uh, yeah they just kind of like snuck in like I didn't really know I I think I might have heard some of their songs, but I never I never heard of them really. And like when you first presented the album i thought they were like a completely different band like the style and everything but then after listening to them i was like oh okay this 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 brings me back to even some kind of like uh early 90s hip-hop a little bit mixed with right. like some of this like, newer stuff um maybe not even hip-hop or r&b it's an r&b group though right yes okay yeah they, they would be considered like an r&b pop type situation but yeah yeah no i think uh i think they're excellent um I don't know if you thought I was going to say that. <laughs> That's why I didn't go right into it. I wanted to see what you thought, but oh, no, uh, this is Christmas. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I have a few, few favorite songs. I think I've listened to the album a few times already. And then I even was listening to it on the way home with Robin. Cause we share a car and stuff. So yeah, I think, I think she probably liked it too. It, it is like background music for a party. Like I think, Next time I have people over, I'll probably have this in the mix of something. And I could see, you know, you like just listening to this music in a lot of different settings. Sundays is great. I love the, the song Sundays. I love West Coast Love. I like uh, Don't Be Lazy is good. It's, it's good for the first song on the album. It's not my favorite on the album. And then Iconic. Um, maybe, maybe in that order, maybe sometimes not, but... Um, yeah, so they don't even give up their names. I can't believe she's a vocal. So V was a vocal coach for Adele. Yes. Holy she shit. was a vocal and, coach for Adele and he was an audio engineer for Drake. So it's like they, they were already in the industry right? and she met Adele at a bar mitzvah. So it was like, okay, that, <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, yeah, so these, these, the, the the duo, right? There's two of them? Or is there yeah, more than it's, nah, it's two. Okay. Oh, that's great. No, this is like, they're like the secret band. <laughs> so you don't know their names. You don't know who they are. They just kind of popped into the scene 2018. Uh, whatever. You know, now they got new shit coming out, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they I, actually released an album called The, Ju- the Juice Box. And um, came out uh, yeah. mid twenty twenty one, and it's actually it's actually doing pretty good. Well, I'm gonna have to find these guys uh, so I can see them live. Uh, that would be a good show, I'm sure. 
they probably don't do live shows. <laughs> oh, they don't. They don't do live shows. Actually, they do. Um, they they um they uh, they had a tour um that they uh, started out with. Um, it was the very emotional tour. <laughs> um, you know, so they they did that. It took them around the world. They went to Tokyo, Australia, New Zealand, um, like Canada, the whole nine. So they actually do go out on tours. Not so much as of late, but I think because of the album release, they're actually going to be back out touring again and uh see what shows they can get on and they definitely have pulled because um on that new album they've got a lot of names that you would recognize as far as uh features okay so why did you think they wouldn't tour taj they're trying to hide their face (laughs) like a michael jackson just like kind of but well i I guess they could do that like well, because see, at Modest Mouse, you know, he DJs, so that's easier to have a big giant mask on you and DJ, but like to have a mask and sing is like. <laughs> Wait, you said doable, Modest Mouse. But... You mean Dead Mouse, right? Dead Mouse, yeah. Dead Mouse, yeah. There we go. Modest Mouse, Dead Mouse, some mouse. <laughs> They're a little different, but yeah, I know what you mean. Dead Mouse. Yeah, he's got a big mask on. Well, you can see this band. I mean, I see. I looked them up. You can see them online. Yeah, um, yeah. They're not hiding for nothing. They just don't want people all in their business. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So nobody's chilling on that. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, this is a really cool vibe. This could have been one of my favorite driving songs from one of our previous episodes. You know, I could kind of pick one off here easily for that. Um, Oh no, this is this is great. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised, and it, it, it kind of like you know you got a little bit of a you know a theme going there. Um, I think a lot of your picks are great, like your album picks. So I could see you know this is a lot like some of your your previous ones too, where it just knew something new, never heard of it, and just like pleasant to the ear. Oh, cool. All right, Brandon, hit me with your brows. What, what you got? <laughs> uh, yeah, so what do you think I think? Uh, um, I don't know. I was kind of 50-50 with you. Um, you might have uh, delved off into it, you know what I'm saying, and hit it for the critical sense for what it was, or I might have caught you in a good mood, and you might be like, oh, yeah, I, I could dig with a couple of songs. I am so misunderstood here, I swear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I know you got soul. You definitely got soul. So I know you got a groove to you. You just have to catch you in the right moment. Yeah, right? No, no. You know what? I, I dug it. I actually did dig it. Um, I thought it was pretty good, actually. Um, I, I probably, I, I do want to listen to volume one now because I did enjoy volume two. Um, cool. the, the running time also helps a lot as well. Um, so, you know, you can, you can, you can listen to it like two or three times on one sitting. And, you know, enjoy that, that second run through and, and it's still just as fresh as the first time. Um, so yeah, no, I thought, it, I thought it was actually good. Um, I really like the beat. I really like the, the sound. Um, yeah, I honestly like, I, I remember some lyrics, but it's the, the beat and just the, the harmony is what I remember most. Um, you know, like it, like I, I could do something around the house or, you know, move things around. And just the music is, is just, uh, is just pleasant to listen to. So, um, so yeah, no, I, I actually, I, I really did enjoy it. You know, I just wanted to, I know earlier I wanted to make sure I listened to the right volume, you know, 
Uh, maybe because, you know, subconsciously, I'm like, maybe he said volume one. I should listen to volume one. So, um, so anyway, yeah, no, I, I, I really liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was good. And, um, I could see myself listening to it again. Uh, so yeah, no, it was, it was a good choice. Um, 50, 50, I leaned, you know, half full. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a good choice. I, I did it. I dug it. And I had never heard of the band. Um, so it, it was, it was a, it was definitely a surprise and it was a, a welcome surprise. So, um, and if I had to pick uh, a track, I would probably go, I mean, I hate to be, you know, so original here. I probably would go West Coast Love more right. likely. That would probably be my favorite one. But I also, I also really like Just Like You as well. Um, maybe because I, I, those are some lyrics I actually remember and, right. uh, they're, they're maybe a little dirty. So, um, which I'm totally cool with. So, uh, anyway, yeah, no, good choice. I, I, I liked it. And I, I, I'm glad that that was something that you, put in you know in my radar so thank you perfect perfect so i did want to say i did want to add though i thought that like maybe am i wrong by saying that this might even be relatable with like a band like the tribe called quest or something like that with the beat and maybe just Uh, no am i way off no no you're not way off It, it it's that it does have that 90s style to it um that that you know, makes you you definitely have a groove there, uh, like especially with the you know the the conscious rap, the, the backpack rap is what it called with conscious rap now. Um, okay. Yeah, so it definitely has that there, uh, the elements of it. They just um they stay within their West Coast roots, uh, so to speak. So it kind of it kind of fills in, but not really with the beat selection and the and the ambient sounds that it got involved with it, but. Um, I was more so intrigued about the guitar that they had set up there. And I was like, okay, that's because they use that, that, that riff guitar a lot. Nice. Like, that's a good a mix. Lot. So I was like, okay, either you're going to like it, you're going to love it, or you're going to hate it. But either way, it's what they're doing and it's how they're going to do it. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I can deal with them. Big relationship yeah. vibes out of this album. Yeah, for sure. definitely. Definitely relationship vibes. And even uh, my best friend is a hater. Like I, mm-hmm. when I first, when I first, uh, picked the song or picked uh, the album, I was going through it and it said, your best friend is an H. And I was like, what? And so I was thinking of another word that was going to be in that spot. And I was like, damn, you calling your best friend a hoe? And then I actually listened to it. It's like, nah, <laughs> your best friend is a hater. It's like, oh, okay, 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 okay. I can deal with that, you know, because they don't want us to be other type of situation. So, all right. Maybe your good. best friend is a hoe. That's cool. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, some people admit it, too. Like, yeah, she is. So what? I'm like, uh, okay. I can't. Or he. He can be a hoe, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right now, they're called, the hoes now are called fuckboys for the guys. So. (laughs) Something new every day. Pretty much. All right. So it sounds good. So, um, sounds like everybody had a good time with it. Good vibe music. You know, if you hear it at a at a party if you come to one of ours and you know where it's coming from and hopefully I get a chance to party too. Oh, and you don't have to quit your job to listen to the song. You can right. yeah. just vibe out to the song regardless. <laughs> Even if you're at the job, you know, they don't have any spicy lyrics in it too much that uh that'll make you want to turn deaf. It's not uh what is that? Uh NFSW or NSFW? Yeah, it's not that. So you're good. Uh, yeah. 
But if you do right. quit your job, get this album, Emotional Oranges, the juice falling too. And you'll feel better about everything. Pretty right. much. Until until the next day when you realize, oh shit, I have my car knows to do. It's like, You're like, oh, I can't afford oranges. Uh, <laughs> <shit>. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, bet. So, looks like I think we're pretty much good. Um, oh, Damon, you, you got some homework for us now, right? Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. I got so caught up into um, some some oranges. Uh, yeah, so I have a little homework for y'all. Um, this was a band that I I loved in the 90s. I still do. Um, this album I played over and over and over and over again with one of my best friends, and he's still one of my best friends. Um, first time I got to try new things in my life uh, other than cigarettes. So um, <laughs> this band is called The Offspring, and the album is smash and if you've all heard it already and you know it very well that's cool then we can talk more about it and uh so this is definitely one of my favorite albums um 94 is when it was released i would say i don't know brandon what do you think is it like a punk do you know this band oh yeah i do kind of like uh would you categorize as like punk rock or maybe indie rock i don't know I mean, I, I would say, um, what would you call it? Progressive rock? Well, so yeah. Wikipedia has it as punk rock, skater punk, pop skater punk, punk. Okay. alt rock, and uh, something hardcore. Sorry. I can't see them as alt rock. I can't see them as hardcore, but I can, I can, uh, some of the other parts, you know, like skater punk type situation. Yeah, I would say yeah. like new, new punk, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah. So I, I fucking love these guys. Makes me want to go skateboard or something and hurt myself. Um, that's probably what I tried doing in the 90s and was unsuccessful. So. A haul of meat. <laughs> so, okay. What's, so um, this has been uh, Choice Tracks. You can find us on our website. <laughs> And uh, you can email us at choicetracks at uh, gmail.com. Please subscribe and listen to all uh, past and future episodes. And let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm uh, sick. But uh, yeah, I'm Dietrich. (laughs) And uh, all right. So uh, we're going to pick up the needle. But y'all keep spinning those choice tracks. Peace. Peace.